Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is Letting Go of Sadness. A block to joy and love can be unresolved sadness from the past. In the past, we told ourselves many things to deny the pain. It doesn't hurt that much. Maybe if I just wait, things will change. It's no big deal. I can get through this. Maybe if I try to change the other person, I won't have to change myself. We denied that it hurt because we didn't want to feel the pain. Unfinished business doesn't go away. I think I was talking to someone the other day and it was like, whatever you run away from will persist. Um, Kind of that, if you resist, it persists. Um, Back to the reading. It keeps repeating itself until it gets our attention, until we feel it, deal with it and heal. I think the longer I stay in recovery, what is huge is this, this change of mindset um, I probably came in thinking that I could think my way to recovery. And, you know, I've seen an increased willingness, maybe not knowing exactly how, but to, you know, that the possibility happens that to feel my way through recovery, whatever that means. Back to the reading. It keeps repeating itself until it gets our attention, until we feel it, deal with it and heal. That's one lesson we are learning in recovery from codependency and adult children issues. God, I love Melody Patey. Many of us didn't have the tools, support, or safety we needed to acknowledge and accept pain in our past. It's okay. We're safe now. Slowly, carefully, we can begin to open ourselves up to our feelings. We can begin the process of feeling what we have denied so long, not to blame, not to shame, but to heal ourselves in the preparation for a better life. Yeah, and I've heard that term, broken receiver, and you know, a lot of times that I've you know, almost managed the level of you know, prosperity I'm allowed to have. And it's just realizing that, you know, there is a lot of pain and sadness from the past and anger just masked it. But I'm just actually not an angry person. That was just, you know, a part of me that was trying to save me uh, from pain. And I I think one of the common themes that I've I've been, you know, reflecting on in the last couple of weeks is just, you know, you've got to love all your parts, not the quote, good and bad, all of them. Back to the reading. It's okay to cry when we need to cry and feel the sadness many of us have stored within for so long. We can feel and release these feelings. Grief is a cleansing process. It's an acceptance process. It moves us from our past into today and into a better future. A future free of sabotaging behaviors. A future that holds more options than our past. God, as I move through this day, let me be open to my feelings. Today, help me know that I don't have to either force or repress the healing available to me in recovery. Help me trust that if I'm open and available, the healing will happen naturally in a manageable way. The next reading also comes from the language of letting go, and the topic is letting go in love. When people with a compulsive disorder do whatever it is they are compelled to do, they're not saying they don't love you. They're saying they don't love themselves. Okay. Uh, Gentle people, gentle souls go in love. Yes, at times we need to be firm, assertive. Those times when we change, when we acquire a new behavior, when we need to convince others and ourselves we have rights. Those times are not permanent. We may need to get angry to make a decision or set a boundary, but we can't afford to stay resentful. That is such an important um, clarification for me that it's okay to get angry 
but it's not okay to just sit there and resent resent and i remember um you know i, I can't remember who i was talking to the other day was talking about resent resentments are like refeeling it so it is difficult to have compassion for one who is victimizing us but once we've removed ourselves as victims we can find compassion our path our way is a gentle one walked in love love for herself i think that i i was reading some guy lefko and uh you know one of the uh, he had like a framework for changing beliefs and one of the beliefs was just considering other you know possibilities Back to the reading. Our path, our way is a gentle one. Walked in love, love for self, love for others. Set boundaries, detach, take care of ourselves. And as quickly as possible, do those things in love. Today and whenever possible, God, let me be gentle with others and myself. Help me find the balance between assertive action taken in my own best interest and love for others. Help me understand that at times, those two ideas are one. Help me find the right path for me. Yeah, I have a sponsor who's just always saying there's no right or wrong. There's a healthy and unhealthy. And what may be healthy for one person may not be healthy for the other person. But there's no like objective right or wrong. And I think in the all or nothing thinking, which is characteristics of a lot of adult children of alcoholics, that sometimes it's hard. It's it's that's 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 a different way of looking at things. So love this part about help me find the balance between assertive action taking in my own best interest and love for others that is a gem and you know i think that passage also speaks to that both and versus either or thinking that i think at least in my case and most of the time i'm not speaking for anybody except for stuff that i've read um and my interpretation is either or um that comes from like trauma-based thinking Our next reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is dreams. Ooh, this is, wow. Uh, We thought we had forgotten these dreams, but our inner child remembers. And that's why I need to connect, keep connecting. And listening, really. Uh, As children, we had an innocent wish to be heard, held, and protected. But in most of our homes, that didn't happen. When we spoke, it was usually the beginning of trouble. When we tried to cuddle or show affection we were ignored, laughed at, or flirted with. Most of the time we were alone. The idea of being protected was non-existent. We grew up in a world where the norm was anything goes, anytime. Yeah, there was just no there's just so much enmeshment and and just no boundaries at all. It was almost impossible to keep up with what was going on, but we did our best. We fantasized about having a different family where we could be ourselves and it would be okay. We wished for a place overflowing with love, a safe place where voices were soft and sweet, and where everyone just talked, laughed, and played together. The closest thing I've ever come is a good meeting. It is so sad that we didn't get that. We deserved a bright and happy childhood, didn't we? Our inner child is still waiting for this dream to be made real. The desire is still as strong as it was long ago. Who is going to be the person to bring this dream to this child? In the ACA program, we find that dreams can come true. Here we are, able to begin again, one day at a time. We can give our inner child all that we weren't given. Recovering dreams is what this program is all about. On this day, I know that I deserve my dreams. I'm willing to work to make them come true with the help of ACA. And I think when I saw that topic, I got emotional because I realized that, you know, 
bearing those feelings is I had a lot of trouble visualizing and I realized that it's because I stopped dreaming. And now I've been dreaming, you know, I have dreams again. And uh, that's the gift of recovery. And it really didn't come from any self-help books or any of that stuff. And having higher power in my life. Uh, the final reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is authority figures. Authority figures scare us and we feel afraid when we need to talk to them big time. As children, we may have been terrified to voice a thought about anything to the authority figures in our lives. We learn to keep quiet because we usually didn't know what reaction we might get. Yeah, like disapproval, anger, um, just that fear of making a mistake, I think. And, you know, feeling like authority figures were the arbiter, you know. That's why I love Charles Barkley used to say to Ernie Johnson in the studio, Ernie, there's no such thing as experts. Only God is an expert. And, you know, but growing up as a child, you make a lot of people authority figures. And back to the reading. As adults, we may still have found ourselves reacting to authority in the same manner, whether it was in a work environment or even a social group or organization that resembled a workplace structure or purpose. We may have tried to avoid authority figures, but they're everywhere. Being self-employed didn't insulate us from these interactions either. That's so true because when you're self-employed, you're your own boss, but guess who's your real boss? Your customers. Back to the reading. Even in ACA, some of us place others in roles of authority where we find ourselves recreating our family structure. But recovery is where we can become aware of our reactions and practice new ways of acting. Before we talk to an authority figure, we can stop and perform a reality check. Are we imagining the worst? Is this person going to respond like my dysfunctional parent did years ago? If we are fearful, if we are fearful, a very successful technique many of us use is to write a script and role play with a trusted friend. That is genius. I'm going to read that two more times. If we are fearful, a very successful technique many of us use is to write a script and role play with a tr- trusted friend. As part of this process, we give ourselves plenty of affirmations. Growth happens when we find that the more we actually do talk to authority figures, the more our confidence increases. This is also true. And I've, wow. At last, we begin to see ourselves as recovering adults, not fearful children. On this day, I will use my recovery wisdom and strength as I interact with authority figures. I'm no longer frozen by fear. And some authority figures love to help. Might call them mentors. And that concludes today's actually really powerful readings. Um, Until next time, this is Kawan Saluja reminding myself to pause because that's where God is. To love myself. To feel my feelings. And to be still and know.